This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out with us today. However you're doing it, we appreciate it. You know, being a parent, you learn a lot of things. You just, you really do, right? And I have learned that watching kids' movies is totally different now that I'm a parent. Oh, my God. Is it because you're understanding some of the little innuendos yeah. and lingo and no, no, stuff? No, 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 or? no, not that. It's not like, oh, I, I see what they did. I mean, I've been an adult for a while. I should be able to get those. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering. I was like, no. I mean. <laughs> so we decided uh, yesterday to put on Finding Nemo for Baby J. Baby J's her 16-month-old son. And we thought, hey, maybe we're finally at the point where he'll want to sit and watch Finding He's never Nemo wanted something. to sit and watch a movie ever. Like he'll watch little kind of TV shows for kids every now and again, but there's no like we've never put on a movie for him to watch. And so you know the first what? Time. I remember watching that when it came out. What twenty years ago? It's probably been well, maybe it's been fifteen, twenty years. I don't know how long it's been. Yeah, I'll have Finding to look it up. Nemo came out mm-hmm. but when that movie came out. I remember. Oh, you know what? Whatever. I I don't even remember how old I was. Two thousand three, it came out. Okay, so it's been almost twenty years. Yeah, but we put it years. on because like it has all the fun colors yeah. and and sounds and music. We thought he would really enjoy it. But before I was a parent, I've watched Finding Nemo before, maybe a couple of times. You think, oh, it's kind of this sweet, heartwarming movie, whatever. Didn't think much about, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad's got to find Nemo, all this kind of stuff, right? I've you always don't say. Felt that. Yeah. He's got to find Nemo. Yeah, is that how the, the, <laughs> that movie works? Oh, my gosh. Watching that, <laughs> I didn't even watch the whole movie, but I watched the first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Watching that movie as a father, holy moly, I'm crying two minutes in. <laughs> It's sad. I guess you don't realize how sad it really is. Well, and then you're just, I'm sitting there. I used to just think about it from Nemo's perspective, right? Now I'm sitting there thinking the dad, he lost his wife. He lost his kid. I mean, he lost his wife, lost his wife. She was eating. He lost all of his children. They had like 400 eggs. And then they had one leg left. It turns into Nemo. And like, you know, the the dad's super overprotective. I can't believe I'm explaining Finding Nemo 20 years later, but here we are. <laughs> but the dad's super overprotective. Right. Doesn't want anything to happen to Nemo, and he goes missing. Never thought twice about that and kind of thought, oh, what a what an annoying dad. Now I'm sitting there like, it's so true, Nemo. You don't leave his sight. I'm just <laughs> bawling my eyes out. I'm crying. Oh, and then my gosh. I started thinking, I, I don't think I can watch all these Disney Pixar movies. Because you know what Disney does? They always kill off a parent. They make you cry always. Up. Oh, my gosh. Up, I cry every time in the beginning. Like, just the beginning, really, when yeah. it goes through the story. But I bet you now, as couple. a parent, yeah. I bet you now, as a parent, you'll cry even more. So I, I can't watch these. I can't watch Bambi. I can't watch any of these movies that have to do with a father-son relationship, father-daughter, mother-son, mother-daughter. Didn't I can't do you it. Have a total meltdown watching the new one. What is it called? The one with the that are, they're looking for their dad. Their dad passed away, and they're trying oh, to see onward. him again. Onward, you cried in that one yeah. too. <laughs> and again, if I would have watched that, not being a father, eh, you like, know oh, what? That's, oh, that's a, a sweet movie. movie. That's kind of yeah. cute. As a dad, I was like, <laughs> 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 I just can't do it anymore. I can't watch these Disney movies, and they're making me ball my eyes out as a grown adult. Well, the funny thing about it too, Baby J, not interested no. at all. He was so uninterested with that movie. I kept, look, look at the fish, fish. Yeah, and he just still, couldn't, he couldn't care less. He still needs the baby shark and the mm-hmm. the stupid songs that are like, my pants are orange, O-R-A-N-G-E. Like, 
That's a good. That's a good song, by the way. No, that's the stuff he's into right now. But it's funny because you were watching Finding Nemo, basically, because yeah. Baby J kind of wandered off. He didn't care. Well, this kid, man, I will tell you, we, you know, he hasn't really played with any of our phones yet. Like we haven't been like, oh, look at this thing on our phone. We normally put things on the TV. But he understands the concept of, like, recording or taking a picture, probably because of our job. We record a lot of videos and stuff. So we're watching, and for maybe 30 seconds a minute, he's, like, into it. In the very, very beginning, I'm like, okay. So I go to take out my phone because I want to do an Instagram story about it. The moment that camera comes on, he goes, <gasps> just, like, <laughs> like, dancing around. He comes a this. ham. Yeah, this That's kid, cute. like, the moment the flash comes on, he knows, oh, this is when yep. I, I get to perform. So. Yeah, this is my this is my moment, <sighs> my shining moment. I just can't. It, Disney and Pixar, if you're going to keep, you know, killing off parents or losing kids, you can't do that to me anymore. Well, they tug at your heartstrings. So what was your, your rating almost 20 years later oh, on Finding gosh. Nemo? I, it's unwatchable. It's so sad. That first part is unwatchable. I would never want to see that well, again. Well, and then it's sad again when he yeah. loses Nemo. He's like, when Nemo! He, when he gets taken by the scuba when, divers. When the dad is swimming, again, 20 years later, finding Nemo. Aww. When the dad is swimming, chasing the boat, and he can't. You're making me emotional. And he's like, Nemo, Nemo. And he's just swimming as hard as he it's can. It's gone. It's gone. And then he goes, it's gone. The boat's gone. My gosh, man. I shouldn't be crying <laughs> already, but here I am. Oh, Can we take condolences a to you, Jerry. All right, Hollywood Skinny is up next. Well, speaking of movies, there's a prequel for Willy Wonka. I told you that. And there are two guys in the running to play Willy Wonka. I'm going to tell you who next. I think you're going to hate one of them. It's Lauren's Hollywood Skinny. So I mentioned that there's going to be a Willy Wonka prequel, correct? Yes. And I wasn't sure at the time who was going to be playing Willy Wonka, but now there are two actors in talks in the running. Okay. And one of them I actually think would be perfect. Timothy Chalamet. I think he would make a oh, great yeah. Willy Wonka. I've really never... The only thing I've watched him in is uh, in uh, the SNL that he was in a few weeks ago. I've never actually <laughs> seen any of his movies, but well, yeah, I know he's a fantastic actor. I just think he would be great. Plus, I was looking at a side-by-side photo of him in the original Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. He'll be great. He kind of has some resemblance, yeah, which I think is his cool. his hair. His hair's kind of that frizzy. The other one up for grabs is Tom Holland. Spider-Man. No, 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 I'm like, no, he no. can't be Willy it Wonka, be, right? No. Tom Holland is is a Spider-Man. And I feel like when you And he act feels as so a, much like a kid to me When still. you act as a superhero, I feel like you need to take mm-hmm. a break from everything else so everyone can think of you as right. a superhero. I mean, I guess it is a prequel, so it's when Willy Wonka was younger. But still, I, still I just think don't to, think Tom uh, Timothy Chalamet would be better, yeah. yeah. I actually agree with that. So we'll see what happens there. So Claire Crawley, the former Bachelorette, and Dale, they... Uh, Split. We talked about it yesterday after five months. We all saw it coming. She Reports are saying that she is completely devastated. She's been radio silence on uh, social media. But I saw a paparazzi clip yesterday of paparazzi coming up to Dale like, Dale, what happened? What happened? He was so, like, eager and willing to talk to the paparazzi. Well, you know, no, no. I think he just likes the attention. I think he probably said to myself, all right, well, I joined this Bachelorette show. She's cuckoo gaga over me. Yeah, sure, I guess I'll propose. But he is just loops, loose lips. Like, he'll tell anybody anything. He's like, well, this is why, blah, 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 well, blah, blah. Wasn't there a big age gap? I mean, I know she's 38. I can't remember um, how old he is. There is like an age gap, yes. 31 or but something. I think... The main issue, as far as what reports are saying, she wants to be in Sacramento and live there to take care of her mom. 
He wants to live in New York and finish his career. He wants to be famous from being、yeah. on a TV show. She's like, I've、She's、already done this three times. Down. Yeah. yeah, it's been her third time. So it's not going to work out for them. But、uh, yeah, reports are saying that she's having a really hard time. So JLo, she's saying America the Beautiful at the inauguration for President Biden. And the song is going as planned very beautifully. And at the very, very end, in true JLo fashion, she adds her own little flavor. And I love it. Let's get live. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for her to like tear off her coat. Let's, go, get, let's loud, get loud. Let's get let's loud. Get There's loud. all these fireworks, all these go, 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 go dancers like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so、uh, she had to add in her own little bit. I liked it, you know. You think she、Spice、told everybody? She's like, all right, by the way, at the end, I'm going to bring in my hit new single, Let's Get Loud. It worked. It worked. And、uh, Amanda Bynes, I really feel for this woman. So she has come out with a rap song. It is Amanda Bynes, Nickelodeon, The Amanda Show, yes, The Old Comedian. The Amanda Bynes, yes, take a listen. <laughs> oh. Your face. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> is this her? This is Amanda Bynes. Oh, Amanda Bynes. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Seriously, I feel bad、I、for mean, her. She's been through the ringer. I mean, I don't know what she's doing. What did I just listen to? That's not even that、you、good.、Know? Yeah, so、uh, Amanda Bynes hit new、uh, rap single, Diamonds. <laughs> and that is your Hollywood skinny. Got issues? Let's talk about it. It's time for Radio Therapy with Joey and Lauren. It is time for Radio Therapy where you have a problem in your life. You call us to get it figured out. And we have Liam with us today. Liam has a very interesting scenario. It involves his mother who has now passed away, his wife who's not happy with everything, and now we got to try to figure it out. So,、uh, Liam, you got to explain this, man. What is going on? <laughs> okay. Okay. So,、um, I have kind of this weird, this weird collection. I mean, everybody has collections, but、mm-hmm. this is a, a bit of a weird collection,、uh, according to my wife. So,、um, when I was a kid,、uh, my mother used to collect all these Winnie the Pooh dolls and. Button stickers,、um, all different types of collectibles. Did you、um, say Winnie the, the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh, yes. Oh, okay. Go、mm-hmm. on. Yes. <laughs> so,、um, uh, I mean, she's been doing it my entire life. It's kind of a tradition、uh, in, in my family, especially when I was a kid, and I loved it, and I still love it. So,、um, she, she passed away, and、uh, I continued on the, the, the tradition. I kept buying more and more Winnie the Pooh dolls.、Um, I've created basically my own. My own gigantic collection、uh, on top of her collection. And now we have a Winnie the Pooh room.、Uh, and it's, it's like an entire land of Winnie the Pooh as soon as you walk <laughs> in. It's a Pooh room, basically, right? Okay, so you, you have this whole. So, like, you walk in and there is Winnie the Pooh everything, top to bottom? Top to bottom, exactly. Dang, man. Dedication.、Well. So, did you, like, inherit this collection and then you've just been adding on to it? Or is this something that. You have also been enjoying doing your whole life. Well, well yeah, I, I inherited it, yes, but、Got、I've、it. also enjoyed it.、Uh, I mean,、uh, you know, on the side as a hobby,、uh, I'm also a painter. So, I mean, with this room in, in particular, I painted the Thousand Acre Wood. Oh, my gosh. Put, You're the man. Yeah. yeah Holy、exactly. moly. That's my word. I'm impressed. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, my wife isn't impressed. <laughs> so, that's the <laughs> she problem. She was at、okay. first, but I, I don't think she knew what she was getting herself into. Um, like, for, for example, we're thinking about having kids soon, and, and、uh, she's thinking, well, you know, we have a pool room. 
but we have a Winnie the Pooh room, and we don't have enough rooms in the house, so where's the where's our uh-huh. kid going to stay? What kid would not want to be in a Winnie the Pooh room? Yeah. Is there anything better than a bunch of stuffed bears everywhere for your <laughs> child? Yeah, man, this is... Exactly. So you're, part of this is you're carrying on your mom's legacy. She did it for you as a kid. We all have that. Like, I understand kind of tugging feel, at the heartstrings. You feel that nostalgia a little. Joey, oh, you I was feel thinking about responsibility. your mom's bunny. Your mom is obsessed with bunnies. She's my mom has a bunny room. all over her house. So my parents live in a really old house, and they have an old sunroom. And my mom, kid you not, bunnies. has stuffed bunnies. They're, they're in dresses, and mm-hmm. they're... In the tea party setting. They're so, like sitting so around having tea. you can relate to this kind uh, of. I, I can. So here's the deal. I, I'm not knocking you for having a collection, doing it. It's your thing. It's maybe a little weird. There's going to be some people like, dude, that's a little strange. But I don't care. You do you. It's got to be in a room that that's the only use. So I don't know what you're going to do. If, you, if someone needs to sleep there like a kid, you've got to move it somewhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know what? I mean, this is years and years of collectibles. So, I mean, oh I'm 38 gosh. years old, and this this was like, mm-hmm. well, like, I remember vividly when I was a child, six or seven years old, having a bunch of uh, of these uh, dolls and <laughs> toys, and, and, and the whole room is filled yeah. with dolls and toys. It's, it's not at the point where it's it's too much, so I can't walk in there, but it's it's all laid. It's like a shrine, almost. <laughs> a <poo> okay, shrine. <laughs> so you got to get rid of this. If your no. wife hates it, you can't get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. But you got to clean out that room and maybe condense your collection a little. Hey, you know what? Maybe check on eBay. See no, what some of the stuff is no, no, worth. no, 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 no. You hear no? this woman? She's wanting you to sell your Winnie the Pooh. No. Well, I'm just saying, it, at what point does it stop? When does it end? Are you going to be getting stuff the rest of your life? Yes. I am not knocking on your collection. So many millions of people have collections across the world, but there's got to be a line. You know what? It's going to take me an entire weekend to go yeah, through everything. Don't do it. Season. Okay, so what do you want him yeah, to do? I, I, I want you to move it. Can you move it to it? Is there any other room in your house? Is there? You can create a shrine room. If I grew up with but a bunny what if room, his wife doesn't want a poo room. She doesn't want a shrine. She doesn't appreciate poo. I mean, she doesn't appreciate <laughs> winning the poo in this poo room. There which, needs to be a compromise. All right. You need to keep the most, not valuable, but the most sentimental, the ones that mean the most to you, and maybe the others you could do without. Maybe okay. you could part ways. So let's you know? do this. Compromise. Uh, let's help Liam out. He has a Winnie the Pooh collection. He has a room full of it. How should he handle this? His wife says it's got to go. Do you put it in storage? Have you dealt with you have a weird collection or a collection of anything and your significant other is wanting you to get rid of it, wanting you to sell it, wanting you to do something with it? You can text us at 68719. Liam, we will help you out. Perfect. Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. So Liam just called us on Radio Therapy. We're going to get to your text, to your reaction. His mom, since he was a kid, would collect Winnie the Pooh stuff for him. She yes. was big into Winnie the Pooh. Well, and he got into it, too, with yep. her a little bit. And since she has passed away, he said that he kind of inherited her enormous collection. And he's added to it a little bit. And now his wife is freaking out because they have a poo room. Like a yeah. Winnie the Pooh memorabilia room. Which there's nothing like a good old-fashioned Winnie the Pooh room. Yes. And he, listen, no shame. Liam's like, it's a thing I got into with my mom. I kind of want to. People collect things. Well, I want to maybe live on her legacy a little bit, but his wife is obviously thinking How forward, would you a feel? forward thinker because yeah. she's like, well, we're going to have kids. We need this room for a kid. I'm not against collectibles. I'm really mm-hmm. not. I'm not against it. Like, I know people that collect like old Coca Cola mm-hmm. memorabilia and they'll have a Coke or, room. Or spoons. Like, yeah. people have, I mean, there's so many and things. And you go people in their collect. house and they got these things and they got spoons all over the walls or you go into their house and they got mm-hmm. all this Coca-Cola stuff. Mm-hmm. 
but Winnie the Pooh feels a little more creepy, I think, or I think she feels it's a little more, it's just a ton of stuffed bears staring at me. Yeah, well, like, and listen, everybody has interests in different yeah. things, but I can totally 100% yeah. feel for his wife because she's like, no, 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 this is child stuff. Get rid of it kind right, of a thing. So let's read some of these texts that we got. I like this one that says, dude, you got to give it up. It's Winnie the Pooh. You're a grown adult. I, I mean, I think... Yeah, naturally you're going to be like, oh, it's kid stuff. But Mm -hmm. he's collecting it almost as more of a remembering of his mom, which I think is kind of sweet. I also think it doesn't really matter what it is you're collecting. I think his wife is going to be annoyed if an entire room is dedicated to spoons or cans or whatever. This texter writes in 68719 and says, I actually like Lauren's idea of surfing eBay to see how much some of that stuff can be worth. See, collectors collect it to keep it. Why do you keep it? Here's what I would know. This is what I would do. I would either when I get older, when I become, you know, 65, 70, 75, and I want to set up retirement, I want to set up something for my kids, I want to send my, you know, grandkids. Cash it in? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that or put it in your will. But to me, like when you're still collecting, I don't know. Who gets all the Grandpa poo? Grandpa passes away. Gosh dang it, I got the poo collection. I got all the way to the poo, but my mom... <laughs> My mom has this bunny room we were talking about. So, yeah. But the thing is, is it's not a room we use at all. It's a weird sunroom kind of off of the house. Mm-hmm. But it literally, still to this day, mm-hmm. it has seven or eight bunnies. They all have their own chair. And they have a t- total tea set. And that's just my mom. <laughs> like, so that's just cute. what it is. And they all just have tea. <laughs> this uh, this texture says, you need to go through your collection, pick out the things that mean the most to you from your mom, put them on a shelf somewhere, and gut out the room. I like that, right? A downsize to a shelf. Just get a couple of shelves. And then you put the other you in storage? You put the ones that mean the most to you. I okay. don't know. They just say, get, I mean, either get rid of it, put it in storage, donate it, sell it, or, I mean, it can't be taking up all the space in the room. Because just as Liam could say, this collection means a lot to me, I need to have this space. She could say a room for a child means yeah, a lot to me. His wife could say the same thing on the other end, saying... Well, this is also my house. That room means a lot to me. We need to clean it out. We need to have a Winnie the Pooh house. She needs to buy a new house, buy a new property, (laughs) just fill it up yellow and red, and just have Winnie the Pooh house. You know, this is crazy about the bunny room, because now I'm thinking back. My parents used to say, like, we'd have, like, you know when you have that hard father-son or mother-daughter conversation if you got in trouble? Mm -hmm. It would be in the bunny room. (laughs) And literally, my parents would be like... To the bunny room! They would. My dad would be like, let's talk in the bunny room. So there's That's nothing. Hilarious. Think about getting you know a real stern talking to from your father, and you got seven stuffed bunnies staring Having at you. Having a tea party. Having yeah, in, in little dresses. But that was yeah. my childhood. Uh, most of these texters six eight seven one nine say you need to downsize. This person says, "I get it. I have a collection that I inherited from my grandfather, and I never want to get rid of it." So it's it's hard when you have that connection with somebody, whether anybody else thinks it's silly or not. Right? People could laugh at him or yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. To him, it means something. So it's going to be hard no any, matter what he decides. Do you have any collections? Have you ever wanted to collect anything? Well, I did. I collected these little um, like uh, porcelain bear figurines for what? a long time. Where are they? I got rid of them like oh. when I got older. But I uh, The only collection I'm into is collecting dollar bills. <laughs> I like collecting <laughs> you're money. Not, you're not very good at that collection. <laughs> no, no, not You're not good at, at collecting all. that. <laughs> all right, you can let us know what you think. 68719 text us. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time for the good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning, and it's time for the good stuff. Let's make you feel all warm and fuzzy. So this is a sweet story out of Oklahoma. Oklahoma State walk-on basketball player D. Mitchell. Now, for those of you that don't know, 
you can still be a college athlete and you don't have a scholarship. You're what's called a walk-on, where basically you try out and they're like, yeah, we'll have you on the team, but we don't have a scholarship for you. So, right. And here's the deal with walk-ons. They're not allowed to do certain things. Like, they don't get what's called training tables, so they don't get all these free meals after practice ah, that dang, a lot of the scholarship players get. That. Yeah. Uh, you know, they don't have, like, all the help. They don't help get the perks. With, like, so they get to play, things. but they yeah. don't get the perks. Yeah, so this Oklahoma State walk-on player, uh, D. Mitchell, stocks produce at Walmart to help pay for school because he doesn't have a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Well, a viral video is coach comes by Walmart, drops by and says, congratulations, you're now on scholarship. And they oh. share this hug. And while he's at work. While he's at oh work. Oh, my god! And they hug. I mean, can you imagine? You're doing all the work That's that the so scholarship sweet. players get. You're doing the practices. You're doing mm-hmm. all that. But you still have to pay your way through school. And then to see that, just really cool. And a coach, great job showing up at Walmart saying, hey, you've yep. got a scholarship. I mean, that is I'd love it if the kid took off his Walmart vest and just, I quit. I'm out of here. Throws I got it on a the scholarship. <laughs> I don't need this place anymore. Gladys, I'm not putting up with your crap anymore. <laughs> Take my badge. <sighs> Thanks, and coach. I'm stealing a grapefruit. <laughs> Taking it. <laughs> That's what we do on this segment is we take those warm and fuzzy feelings then we start yelling at people, yelling at managers. A woman was officially adopted by a family that cared for her as a child. So this is really cool. An Arkansas family took care of a girl who lived across the street when she was a little girl. Life goes on. She grows up, becomes an adult, Mm -hmm. and they surprise her even as an adult that the family had officially adopted her and she has moved to tears Oh, and it shows man. you oh. the effect that yeah. a family can have. She's an adult now. She's on her own. But even But having then, a sense of family. Saying we have officially adopted mm-hmm. you. And again, another viral video just crying. And That's man, incredible. I've, I've seen some of those. There's one that went crazy everywhere. And it was that little girl. And they sat her down on the dining room table. And they said, we're adopting you. And I mean, for like three straight minutes, she's bawling her eyes out, mm-hmm. hugging her parents. I'm, I can watch those all day. There's so many of those. I've seen some where, you know, a kid will go up to their stepdad and say, yeah. "Will you adopt me?" Oh. With like a like a little letter. I would. I want you I to adopt me. I don't know what gets me, me more: the soldiers returning home. Those are normally the or top the of my list, or yeah. the adoption ones, because yeah. both of those instant tears, instant tears. Let's go to Yorkshire, England, for our next story on the good stuff. How about this? Darcy Pell is a 31-year-old security engineer. He was just running, just doing a nice little run through Yorkshire, England. Sounds like a great time. And then he noticed that a dog had fallen through a frozen pond. So what did he do? He jumped in a frozen pond, saved this dog, six-foot deep water, got the dog out. So here's what's crazy. He's a triathlon athlete. And so he says, actually, I'm a pretty good swimmer. So it really wasn't that big of a deal. And he goes, I am living in England. It's always cold here. It's always, you know, muggy and all that. So for him, he's like, don't give me this recognition. It's totally fine. So was the dog owner there? Or was this just like a stray dog? I don't know. But jumped in the frozen pond, gets the dog out, walks the dog on the ice back to shore. And then here's what's crazy. The dude takes off his shirt, changes his shirt, and finishes his run. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? what? I still need to finish my run. That's dedication. It is dedication. I'm like, dude, I mean, you can, you just saved a dog's life. Yep. You don't really need to be like, what more can I do today? You know what? I'm behind <laughs> on my pace for my mile. I got to get back on track. Was he running in wet shoes? Yeah, oh, that's, man. Ooh, yeah. And just Unless again, he took his shoes off to jump in. but It's a frozen pond, man. Dang. Just insane. And that is your good stuff. Wake up, laugh, repeat. Joey and Lauren in the morning. You know what I realized? We missed uh, National DJ Day. Now, ah. and, and I know a lot of our radio friends were like, hey, DJ Day, I don't think I'm a DJ. I'm not. 
I'm not a DJ. To me, I mean, I have a friend who's an actual DJ that's... We should do it. Like on the ones and twos. Yeah. And I'm like, I just talk into the microphone. I don't spin discs or we anything. We should do like a, a club night some night, huh? The Joey and Louis yeah? club night with a fog machine. <laughs> <laughs> we also get that asked to DJ weddings all the time. I just don't have the skills. I can't. You want to yeah. give me your iPod from the 15 pressure, years ago? No, the yeah. pressure of trying to help someone on their wedding yeah. day, that's like their day. Yeah. So uh, lot. Uh, we missed our, our DJ recognition for spinning the ones and twos. <laughs> Which we right? don't do. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to bring up this story. So we don't get serious a lot on the show. And we mostly do that because that's just not who we are. We are pretty lighthearted and fun people 24-7. Um, there are moments, though, where we've been serious on the show. There's moments where we've had serious moments and we've cried. And most of the time it's had to deal with um, our infertility journey yeah. and getting pregnant. Um, we kind of wear our heart on our sleeve yeah. a little bit. And the show, I mean, really, it's our life, yeah. right? So we kind of live our life through this show, and we kind of share everything with you. But we had a moment yesterday that was... <sighs> An all-timer. Uh, honestly, it's... I think the phrase, I'll remember this for the rest of my life, gets overused. But it, like oh, last night 100%. as I went to bed, I was like, I will remember this for the rest of our life. So just to kind of recap everyone on the story. So Sergeant Walworth, he was serving in Afghanistan for our country, and he listens to our show. And he's always been a big fan of our show, was able to listen from Afghanistan. We posted pictures, gosh, what, three, four months ago? Yeah. We sent him and his troop some Joey and Lauren t-shirts, yeah. right? And so we've kind of connected with him over uh, social media. Well, he's home now. He has returned home, and he's connected with us and shared with us how much we've meant to him, and we've kind of helped him get through some really hard times well, while said, he was deployed, you know right? Outside of talking to my family... To Little be able to listen to my favorite morning show, like right, and I thought about my life. There are certain things I used to listen to uh, from home, or mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. I would say I listen to a morning show, but we are doing it. So, but like, <laughs> I, I understand that. Yeah, if you spend every Something. morning with us, and Something. you're in Afghanistan, you know, calling your family and listening to your favorite morning show are those slices of home for you? Yeah, and so we were able to be kind of a little slice of home, which is just an honor, really, for us to be able to help with that, and so. He came by with his wife, Nadine, to the studio yesterday and brought us just an unbelievable gift. It's yeah. just an absolute honor. So he made these T-shirts for his um, for his operation. Uh, operation. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, okay, that's T-shirts. And then he said, I have something else for you. And he has this box, and he has this this uh, photo in a frame, this little certificate. And I'm, I don't know what it is at this point. He unveils this box, and it's an American flag. And uh, for those of you that know, I mean, you have flags when you fold flags, they are folded in that triangle, Mm -hmm. that official way you're supposed to take care of an American flag. And I thought, okay, here's an American flag. And he he hands us the flag and then he hands us this frame certificate. And he goes, this is a certificate of this flag that was flown on the 15th of November over Afghanistan in your honor. And we went, I'm sorry, excuse me, (laughs) mind blown. And this flag, I I don't know if you have the the picture posted up of the certificate. We posted on Facebook. It's in kind of a little plaque and I can just read it real quick. It said this uh, certificate of authenticity attests that the accompanying American flag was flown on the 15th day of November 2020 aboard a CH-47F Chinook helicopter tail number 0708736. During combat operations in the Registan Desert region of Afghanistan, this flag accompanied the pilots and crew of the Bravo Company Cascade Task Force uh, Mustang 
in support of American and coalition forces during Operation Freedom Sentinel. This flag was flown for Joey and Lauren Jenkins. And truly what we really need to say before anything else is we absolutely 100% know that we are very undeserving of this honor. (laughs) This is not something that we feel that we are worthy of in any way, shape, or form, but the... The magnitude of just it's the a, honor, I just was like, oh my, and we both just were brought to tears. It's a, it's a gesture that I don't, it's a gesture that happens and you're like, what is going on, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, so it's just, amazing. yeah. Um, and so we just want to share that because it's just, uh, and the, the pictures are up on Facebook. Um, well, and we've had a lot of questions about it since we posted yeah, it. Yeah, so people are like, well, like, what's I'm the confused. story so here? So that's you have kind of to go back story, a few yeah. months, but basically it's Sergeant Walworth who uh, was a big fan of the show. And it's like, man. Um, so we're just, we're just so grateful. And again, more importantly than anything, it's just we are grateful for those. He was telling us stories. He slept in a shipping container well, for most of his time. So many things about his yeah. deployment and just so unbelievably deep within our yeah. hearts, grateful for all who have served for Sergeant Walworth and for this yeah. unbelievable honor. Just so thank we're you. just, I, again, we don't get serious very much on the show, but thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Did you lose my number or it's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning time for make up or break up where we try to get you on a second date. We have Adam with us, went out with Stephanie. Now, Adam is a box checker. We've had people like this on the show before that say, checked all the boxes, and then they're on our show. So we'll find out. So Adam says Stephanie was amazing. Hello, Adam. Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing wonderful. So you, uh, I don't love this girl, but you loved the date. You had a great time, and you said she does, in fact, check your boxes. Yeah, she was really smart. She was really funny. She was attractive. Um, you know, she seemed like a person that I could, at very least, be great friends with. But uh, I'm hoping for a little more. Um, you know, throughout the date, I just felt like, oh, I'm comfortable with this person. This is great. So, you know, when that's the feeling at the end of it, mm-hmm. you, you kind of want it to stick. Okay. When you know, you know. I like it. So what did yeah. you do on the date with Stephanie? Uh, well, we had met through mutual friends, and uh, they had hooked us up and kind of uh, put us on a group text, and then we jumped off into our own text chain uh, mm-hmm. back and forth with each other. And then uh, we decided we should meet up in person. And I wanted to take her out somewhere nice, you know, kind of wine and dine a little bit and, you know, show that I mean business. So uh, I was pretty traditional, and I said, I will pick you up at your place. We go to the restaurant. We did. It was pretty great. We had a really fun time. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't notice anything uh, awkward, or there were no, really no stumbles that I could see. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And we left things there. And uh, I said, I'd love to see you again. And uh, she didn't say no. But since then, I've texted a couple of times, and I even left a voicemail. Haven't gotten anything. Got and she's still posting on social media. You know, like still. You know, going out for runs and stuff, but um, yeah, I am kind of getting. Well, she can go out for a run. She can go out with a second date with her man Adam, (laughs) or at Uh, least text back. Yeah, here's. And by the way, I love that. Well, she didn't say no, but it wasn't a clear cut yes. But at least it wasn't a no. Right? Here, why aren't we addressing the number one issue, which is you're you were in a group text at one point. What you need to do to make things real awkward. Throw a text in the group text no. and say, hey, Stephanie, why aren't we going out what again? Gives- What's going on? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't recommend doing that. Yeah, probably that. not. Let's do this instead. Um, and by the way, so you said a couple of texts and a voicemail? Mm-hmm. And what was the voicemail like? Was it like, Stephanie, I miss uh, you? Or was it just, uh, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Let's go out again. Um, no, I, I basically said, hey, I just want to make sure that uh, my number didn't disappear from your phone because I sent you a couple messages. So if this number is coming up as a text uh, and it doesn't have a name attached to it, got it's it. me. Adam, Love it. Uh, yeah. Adam, play up the whole phone See, problem. See, I feel like that's a mistake because you're almost calling her out for ignoring no, no, you. No, I think it's I pointing out like, the truth. I mean, you can't correct it now. What's done is done. But I would have been like, I just reiterate, I had such a good time with you. Love to see you again. All right. I don't know. We'll give her a call and hopefully she'll answer for us. Okay. Great. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's make up or break up. Joey and Lauren with you. Good morning. We just talked to Adam, went out with Stephanie. He said it was a great time. They were, uh, Kind of set up by mutual friends. He said they were in a group text. Then they turned that into a... Nothing's more romantic Personal than, hey, text. you want to bust out of this group text and talk one-on-one? <laughs> oh, baby. No, uh, but he, uh, he said he tried to go traditional, yeah. took her to dinner, picked her up. What did he say? She wine checks and all her. the boxes. Oh, A little yes. bit of wine and He dined. said he checked... Yeah, really liked her and said mm-hmm. everything, you know, smart, funny, attractive, good personality, all time. those Very things. comfortable with her. Yeah. I said just hop in the group text and just make everyone feel awkward and say, Stephanie, what gives? Yeah, Come don't, on. Don't call her out no. in front of everybody else. Instead, but, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's do it on the show instead. All right. So we've got Stephanie's number. Let's get her side. Hello. Hello. Is this Stephanie? Yes, this is her. Stephanie, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Hello, how are you? Hi. I'm great. How are you guys? <laughs> Good. Hi, Stephanie. Um, if you have a second, we wanted to chat with you about a couple things. Do you have some time? Oh, sure. <laughs> well, I, that okay. sure doesn't sound very confident. That sounds like a sure, yeah. Um, we're calling <laughs> you about Adam. Uh, Adam reached out to us after going on a first date with you, says that you've not responded to his texts or he left a voicemail he took you to dinner really enjoyed his time with you and now he's just trying to figure out what is going on so we're kind of doing him that favor and said we'll give you a call and see uh maybe why you're not responding to him can you give us your side of things or sure um i know it's kind of a random phone call sorry about that it's okay um the date itself was really great. You know, we had a really good time. He took me to a, out to a great spot and was a gentleman. You know, it, it was really fun. But it was kind of what happened before we went out that was a little odd. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he kind of took chivalry to, like, a next level because he picked me up from my place, but he literally picked me up. Like, he, he came inside and then when we were ready to go, physically picked me up and carried me across my own threshold outside to the car. <laughs> wait, it's like, hold on, wait, like, wait, a, like a wedding. Wait, wait, like wait, wait. When a bride and groom yeah, go into the, the hotel threshold. room for the first time, right? So he told us he picked you up. He didn't tell us he physically picked yeah, you up. Yeah, I actually picked her up. Yes! <laughs> wait a second, what was your reaction when he started walking towards you with arms open? I didn't know what to do. I mean, I literally was just like... I thought he was, like, going in for a hug, 
And then he oh, like no. bent down, like oh, braced no. his knees, oh, you know. No. And I was like, what is going on? I'm Hold impressed on. you went along with this. Are you not texting Adam? You're not texting Adam back because he's too much of a gentleman. He's too chivalrous. I did not know what to do. I mean, come on, like that's so weird. That <laughs> I is okay. Know how to react. I would be, I would be so confused. Especially, wasn't this the first time? I mean, he told us you guys uh, were set up by friends. So was this the first time you actually met him? Yes. I mean, like, you know, we've been... You get picked up physically by somebody. (laughs) Stephanie, I have no idea if you like the TV show The Bachelor or not. I don't know if you've ever watched it before, but I know Lauren has. And this is where I'm going to call you out and maybe Stephanie out if you're a fan of that show. You fawn over that show. And what happens all the time? They pick them up. They get carried all the time. Joey... This is the first random date. All those women are We're random. Not, no, but I'm saying all no. the time when when they meet the bachelor, they run up and they hug him and they like climb on him like a tree. And so you're telling but me that he can't go technically old school? dating. This is a first date, first time you meet somebody. You're just gonna I pick just, him up and I carry him through the threshold. That's also that's also a TV show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, like dude, I mean. Come on, like, also, you know, we're like in our 30s, it's kind of like young 20s. Like, you probably you wouldn't know, like it if he went so to the weird. carnival and won you a teddy bear because that's just too stereotypical. <laughs> Maybe right. he thought you would have liked it. Yeah. I don't know. Was there any part of you that said this is romantic, or you said this is a man I barely know and he is holding me like a baby in my apartment? You know, it was weird and it really bothered me, but uh-huh. then I like kind of let it go because the date was good. But then, you know, as all my girlfriends were calling me to be like, oh my God, how was it? You told and then them. And I would that. explain what happened. Got it. They were all like, wait, what? So did you say he picked you up and carried you to the car too? Yes. Oh, <laughs> did oh, he so buckle wait, wait, you in? Wait. <laughs> So he didn't stop once you got through the threshold like the wedding tradition. No, he no. took her out to the car. Like, like, oh, the that's a little- <laughs> like I was a kid. Like I was a kid that fell asleep in the back seat. Like literally the whole way. <laughs> my parents used to do that, right? They'd peel you off of the car and like carry you to bed. I'm All right, hold on. When Adam didn't mention any of this. Uh, we actually have yeah, him. Yeah, and le- I on still want to defend him because I still I'm think it's sorry, sweet, Stephanie, Adam. But we're gonna bring Adam on and explain this. Hey, Stephanie. <laughs> um, well, I'm embarrassed that didn't Don't go be. off as well as I had hoped. Um, yeah, I made a choice uh, right off the bat. I just thought, you know what? Um, if this does work out, I want to be able to like tell this story in the future. And uh, I got it in my head that it would be great if uh, you could tell people in the future that I literally swept you off your feet. Oh, that's and, um, so sweet. That is sweet. <laughs> so, okay, Stephanie, now I need to hear what you have to say. I mean, that sounds really nice, but it was still very uncomfortable. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If if Adam would have taken the carry through the threshold at the end of the date, after you got to know him for an hour and a half, two hours at dinner, would you feel totally different about this? Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't oh, okay. literally our first interaction, I think I wouldn't have weirded me out. I thought it would have been cute. But, like, right at the beginning, 
You know what I mean? Like, I haven't even been in, in his car. Yeah, yet. you're like, thinking, okay. am I going to be in the trunk of the car or the passenger <laughs> seat? But like, my, literally. T- so, okay, well, Adam, maybe poor judgment. Chalk it up to poor judgment. You, in your mind, yeah. were thinking this is going to be super gentlemanly. Maybe if it were raining, you would have laid your jacket over a puddle. It's still like, gentlemanly. It's, it's just, super it's sweet, very soon. But super weird. And I'm so glad that you recognize that now. Um, but I felt gosh, like I had a 50-50 shot, and I definitely got the wrong 50. Yeah. You know what, there. though, Stephanie, I have a feeling you think this is, I mean, you're kind of laughing about it, so I'm hoping this is, like, something we can mend. Stephanie, do you, could you go out? Would you go out with Adam again? Adam, is that something you want, too? I, I would. Yeah, I, mean, I would love I, it. Yeah, I mean, I like. Yes, as long as um, as long as my feet can stay firmly planted <laughs> on the ground. Yes, I will. Uh, yes, I will. I promise. Okay. To ask before this makes me happy. You off your feet. Well, well here's the deal. The other option, Stephanie, would have been some dude that shows up and honks the horn. Like if you're going to be carried to a car, or <laughs> hey, get in, we're going to TGI Fridays. There's a, this I is like a better it. option. Adam, right. Just don't pick up Stephanie, yeah. like, physically. <laughs> just pick her up in your car. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Alexa, how does that song go again? This is Karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Today's contestant on Karaoke is Stephanie. You were telling us that you've been rehearsing this in your mind if you got through and you got on Karaoke, yes? Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> are you a good singer, or do you think you just know how to sing our songs that we play? Uh, no. <laughs> Notable. <laughs> All right, so here's so obviously you know how the game works. We'll start with Lauren though. I will be playing parts of songs and you have to finish singing them. Lauren, you were up first. Why do I have nerves today? Well, I'll be honest. I'm a little vengeance against you today. So today for your songs, Lauren, Crap. I'm giving you singers that it's hard to tell what they're saying. Crap. So your first song is Tones and I, and the song is Dance Monkey. <sighs> Said, move for me. Wait, move for me, move for me, move for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Uh uh. Dang it. Uh, I've never seen anybody do that things you do before. Dang it. They say, I was on the right track. <laughs> so, you are 0 for 1. This is a big moment for you now, Stephanie. And your first song is Sean Mendez. If I can't have you, oh, I'm good at keeping <laughs> my distance. I know that you're the feeling I'm missing. You know that I hate to admit it, but everything means nothing if I can't have you. I can't help my. <laughs> <laughs> Totally do this now that I'm on the phone. It's like, nope. No, yeah. I can't do that. That's okay. I got mine wrong too. All right, here we go. Back to you, Lauren. Your right. next song. We are both over one here. Your next song is Sia and it's Cheap Thrills. I hate you. I freaking hate you. Baby, I don't want dollar bills to have fun tonight. I love Cheap Thrills. What? Baby, I don't need love alone to have fun tonight. Wait, I'm sorry. 
stop that. Mumbles, what did, what did you say? What song, did you so say? Just, to get a point because see, that was like mumbling. I don't need your she, love alone to have fun tonight. That is uh, not what she says. I don't need dollar bills to have fun tonight. Dollar bills? Yes, no, she what do you think? I, she's I, an adult you entertainer? So, you are so wrong. All right. What Stephanie, I, what does she say? I'm looking it up. I'll play it again. Fine. You know what? Yeah, I dollar bills. All right. We'll give you a half a point. Yes, half, I just looked it up. Baby, I don't point. need dollar bills. What did you say it was? Again? Baby, I don't need your love alone to have fun tonight. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Taylor Swift blank space. Come on, it's Stephanie. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're pain. Go. Oh my Can God. I do it? Can I do it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Got a long list of ex lovers. So here's the deal. I, I don't yeah. think you just mumbled the Sia stuff. No, I didn't. So I you said don't... dollar bills. No, whatever. Bottom line is <laughs> Stephanie, we're still going to hook you up. All right? Thank you. Yeah, there we go. You're listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning. I will tell you why I was bawling my eyes out yesterday, but first, by the way, what a kind of a tease is that? Grown man, just <laughs> why I was crying like a baby yesterday. Uh, your Joey Life Act. You can get rid of motion sickness by sucking on a lemon or eating olives. What, what eating is, olives? Come on, Disneyland. Who, who Step brings up your a olive can game. of olives in the car when they're getting sick? Wouldn't that Hang be great? My... You go to Disneyland. For those that are motion sickness, go to Goofy. He has your olives. Oh, here you go. <laughs> or Mickey Mouse. <laughs> or no, that's Blues from Blues Coast. Uh, yep, that was do? not Mickey. How do you do Mickey again? You um, can do a Mickey, right? I can? Okay. Um, Here's some olives. Hey, Goofy. <laughs> I can't do it. All right. Hey, Goofy. <laughs> let's, do a, let's do a quick I'm Goofy, you're uh, Mickey, ask me out on a date. I'm asking Goofy out right, on like, a date? I guess that's... Minnie. Uh, I ask Minnie out well, on I a date. I don't know Minnie's voice. So ask, ask to hang out as bros. <laughs> Let's try it out. Okay. Ask to go um, golfing. Hey, Goofy. Want to go golfing today? <laughs> as long as it's Goofy golf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There it is. So, is so suck on some stupid. lemons. Eat some olives. So stupid. Yeah, I know. This show is, this show is very stupid. <laughs> but we're all stupid with you. So... Uh, yesterday, we decided to try out Finding Nemo with Baby J, our 16th-month-old son. We thought, you know what? I think it's time. Maybe he'll yeah. sit through a part of a movie. He did not. Spoiler alert. He lasted maybe five minutes. And yeah. then he's like, I don't That's care anymore. That's a stretch. He, but we watched it. But you watching, watched it. watching that movie as a father is not fair. It's not appropriate. I'm bawling my eyes out. We so can't do you, this anymore. Are you mad at Disney I'm and mad Pixar? At Disney. Yep. For when you were a child, or when you were growing up, or whenever the movie originally came like, out, Finding it was Nemo, good. But now, yeah. as an adult, you're realizing. And by the way, Finding Nemo is almost 20 years old. We found that earlier yeah. on the show. If I watch Finding Nemo as a teenager, or I'm in high school, or whenever it came out, however old I was, it's still a sweet movie. But to watch that as a father, that your mom, your wife gets eaten, and a bunch of your eggs get eaten by a fish in the first 30 seconds, left, and, and then you have Nemo. one, and then you lose your kid. Yep. It's not I'm I'm and I well, said you shouldn't have gone out to touch the butt. I know when when uh Nemo's dad Marvin or whatever his name is or Marlin Marlin Mar <laughs> Did anybody notice his 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 it's name is Marlin. name of another fish? A Marlin? Anyway, that's dumb. Yeah. So when Marlin <laughs> when Marlin's chasing the boat in the bubbles and he can't find it anymore, I was I mean tears streaming down my face. So all I know is I have learned 
watching Disney movies as a parent, I mean, you think it's it tough as a different. kid. It, it does. does. And I can't do this, so I'm mad at Disney and Pixar. We got to stop this, man. It's like man. Onward, that movie Onward that recently came out, yeah, that DreamWorks or whatever movie. Oh, my gosh. I lost it and in that he, movie. He, he, I did. He let his older brother see his dad. I, I mean, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. so I can't do it. Um, so let's do this. We asked you to text us, 68719, some movies, kids' movies that you've watched as a parent that make you cry. So there are a ton of submissions on okay. the text line. This one, though, I have to do a personal shout-out because this one, without fail, makes me cry every single freaking time I watch it, and it's The Fox and the Hound. See, I've, I never, I've never seen that movie. I cried as a kid watching that movie. You have to. You got to. What happens? Can you give the spoiler? Oh, just yeah. tell me. Takes the, takes the fox out to the, uh. out to the uh, forest and leaves it there. It's mm. so sad. It's really sad. It's... You just have to watch. I don't but want to do spoilers. But is there more about parents and kids that like really make you sad? I, I mean, you can um, look at the text six eight seven one. Bambi's a big one. Obviously, Bambi mom. Yep. Bambi's Bambi's mom? a big one. Up. A lot of people have texted an up. That one gets me in my feels. I don't know if that, that doesn't get me as a parent though. I think the thing with Finding Nemo is I started to see it from the father's perspective. I've never watched Finding Nemo and thought about how the dad would feel. Now. I'm You're all looking I'm thinking at about dad's as perspective. dad's perspective. And I'm like, dude, I would search the ocean for my kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what he does. He yeah. searches the ocean for his kid. Uh, this texture says, have you seen a goofy movie? That father-son relationship got me every time. That is a tough Remember relationship. A goofy movie? When they're at the uh, the possum place and then he gets mad at his dad and he throws the possum hat on the ground and it's raining and Goofy's like, Oh my oh. gosh, you remember a lot of details of that movie. <laughs> remember, it's uh, three minutes and 18 seconds in. It's this scene. Uh, this text says, I always cry in Aladdin. Okay, well, Aladdin, emotional that for that a, person. Is, that's not a parent. Does Aladdin have parents? I don't know. That's the problem with Disney. Weird. Well, what, what's the question? Are you asking for parents? parent well, relationship thought, movies that yeah, make you cry or just, just Disney something. movies? I guess it just doesn't matter. I guess Disney movies count, so I'm not making up rules here. I was just thinking more of like the parent-child relationship because right. Disney does this, and it's kind of sick and twisted, but they always make sure either there are no parents involved, there were parents, and then the parents leave. Well, there's leave just the some die. sort of something that tugs at your heartstrings. I, I know, man, and I'm not ready for it. I can't do it. I'm not, I haven't even finished Coco. But I, I've watched part of that. I I don't know what I'll do watching that as a father now. Yeah. How about uh, Tarzan? Do you remember the the scene where he gets taken from his parents? Yeah. yeah. The parents on the boat or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't remember. There's a boat. There's yeah. a scene. Yeah. With the I know. parents and they're fighting to get their See, I mean, baby. Who is the sick man or woman that sits <laughs> in that boardroom? It's like, all right, we got this movie Tarzan. How can we make oh. sure the parents are involved? And I think the number one on the text line is the Lion King. Absolutely. It's always dads. It's I like father-son. Yeah. What's See? up with that? I can't do it. Can't do it. It's the Trending Stories with Joey and Lauren. This story gets me in the feels. If you like dogs, if you're a dog lover. So there's a man from the UK. He spent over $400 trying to figure out what was wrong with his dog. So his dog was limping. It looked like his dog was having all of these issues. So he's taking his dog to the vet. What's going on? What's going on? They're doing x-rays. Um, exams, they can't really figure it out until they realize that his dog, his dog's limp, he was just intimidating, he was imitating, excuse me, his owner, this man who had a broken ankle. So he's oh limping because he has a broken ankle, you know, with a boot. 
And so his dog has been limping for all if this you'll time. you'll do it, I'll do it. So his dog's imitating him. And he spent all this money to figure out what's up with my dog. And it's, uh, he just wants to be just like dad. But you know what? You sit there and you're like, what do you do? You can't, I mean, you can't talk to a dog and be like, are you faking this? I mean, yeah. the dog's just like, boom, boom, you know. Isn't that cute? Dogs are amazing. Well, my favorite part is how you started by saying intimidating. And I'm like, yeah, the dog's intimidating. Like, oh, you little weak, <laughs> you little weak owner. You can't handle it. <laughs> Look at me, I, I gotta live too. Imitating. Come on now. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard the story of this woman from France. It's kind of gone viral recently um, about how she's trying to convince the France government that she's not dead. You heard this? No. It's insane, okay? You, if you so, call someone and say, I'm not dead, isn't that the number right. one convincing item so that you're not here's dead? Here's the story she's struggling to convince the government that she's not dead for three years now. Three years. She's trying to prove that she exists. So there was a mistake during a legal fight uh, back in 2017. She and an employee were having a legal battle, and the employee informed a court that she was dead. Got Whether it. it was a mistake or not, we don't know. But the employee says she's dead. Okay. The court accepted that at face value. They didn't ask for a death certificate. They didn't ask for anything like that. Just like, okay, she's so, dead. So... At that point, her identity was scrubbed from state records. Her ID card and driver's licenses, everything was invalidated. Grid. She lost her health insurance, and she can't even access her joint bank account with her husband. And now, three years later, she is still trying to get people to realize that she is alive. She has an attorney, and she says, I just cannot fathom how a judge insane, would declare man. someone dead without a death certificate. So now, in the meantime, she says, I no longer exist. I do nothing. The thing that really bums me out is the bank account, no access. But if you still had access to your bank account, a part of me goes, I'm off the grid. I guess so. I'm somebody that no one knows exists. Is that insane, though? Like, the frustration that she's probably going through, because she, I can't imagine she can do much. Like, she can't schedule yeah. appointments. I mean, you don't have a driver's license. You don't have a Go buy an alias. You know? I guess you have a birth certificate, but according to court records, you're dead. I'm like, how... <laughs> How do you even function? You're at the doctor. They're like, um, we're looking you up, and it appears you have died. But so she's like, no, no, no. I, I got on? a pulse. Yeah. No, feel, check no, me. I'm good. No, no. According to this paperwork. Not it. Yeah. So I feel, I feel really bad for that's her. Weird. Three years. Yeah. That's and, weird. And uh, those are some of your trending stories. It is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Joey and Lauren in the morning. I feel so embarrassed. Do you ever get old memories that pop up, and you're like, what was I doing? What was I thinking? My dad, apparently, my parents are retired, and so they've just been going through old stuff. And literally, my dad has been sending me old pictures, and he sent me one of my old senior pictures. Why did you like me in high school? I what? don't know. <laughs> so let me give everyone a recap of what my senior picture looks like. I'm standing on this big rock thing. It's over uh, a lake, and it's uh, Lake Coeur d'Alene in northern yeah. Idaho. It's called Tubbs Hill is the name of it. And it's a it, people, tons of people get their you pictures taken there, at Tubbs Hill. You, you and jump off the people rocks. People propose yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's like the signature area. And so a lot of people get their senior pictures. So imagine this right now. I'm wearing these big, fat, like, skater shoes. Remember those big old skater shoes that people used to wear? Yep. I've got... What are those? Do you know the exact brand? I actually think they're Adidas, but they were okay. like the Adidas skateboard edition. Okay. Then I have these super light baggy jeans that <laughs> almost cover my entire shoe. Okay. Almost like jean jeans. And then I have this little American Eagle polo that barely fits with a half-popped collar on. 
And then I have frosted tips oh like I'm gosh. Justin Timberlake oh from NSYNC. Oh, my gosh. The popped collar you remember that? was such a thing with yeah. the little, uh, you're right, frosted tips and the shell necklaces, the puka, puka shell. shells. Yep. Were you wearing the, one of those? I was not, so no. I always wanted a puka shell necklace, but I could never find one. They're sold but out. They're so popular. I can think of 10 really popular guys in high school that all had the puka shell necklace. And the spiky and hair, right? And the spiky hair, puka shell, frosted mm-hmm. tips. Mm-hmm. It was the thing. I did... Um, Without your permission, I guess. Well, we're posting it on Instagram. <laughs> okay, so you can see it on Instagram at Joey. Yeah, you can Lord see Show. it on uh, Instagram if you want to get a good it's laugh. So, so it's what are so you bad. doing? Are you you're looking at oh, the yeah, ground the with your thing. arms open? Are you talking to the ground? I, I'm. I, I've got my arms open like I am talking to the ground. Like, hey, but it's almost <laughs> like I'm picking a fight with the ground. I look like I'm what like, yo, up? What, what up? Yeah, what are you gonna do about it? That's what it kind of looks like. I'm like, hey, yeah, yo, what? Because your arms are like wide open. Like it's looking so at the bad. ground. It's so bad. I'm just trying to figure out why you liked me. I See, I need to find some of my senior pictures. So mine were, uh, my mom's friend did it. And I remember my mom was m- with me during the pictures. And I don't know why this was such a style back then. But didn't it seem like all the pictures, and maybe it's still as a thing, so serious. Yeah, don't smile. Don't smile like you're just kind of looking like all just like, yep. yeah, yep. yeah. And so I remember... You know, my pictures, I just cringe when I look back at my senior pictures because I'm just staring into the soul of the camera lens, like not even cracking a smile. I just look so serious. I always loved the uh, sexy senior pictures, right? No, (laughs) we always had like girls in our school that was like, I'm going to make sure I look the sexiest. And I'm like, dude, you're graduating high school. What do you mean? Like, oh, all the time girls, they'd be like, they do a fierce look. Oh, like the look, like the look. Yeah, I'm not saying they pose in a bikini. I'm like, what are you talking about? What kind of school? Here's me in my underwear. Got it. Can't wait to graduate high school. So you're saying they have this look on their face. Yeah. They got maybe their hand like Mm -hmm. pulling their hair back. Okay. There was a girl. There was a girl in high school. Her name was Athena. Literally Athena. Okay. And I remember her senior picture was like, (sighs) yeah. And I'm like, yeah. What is sexy about graduating high school? Ooh, I got an A in history. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Back in the day, my senior pictures they were like that. uh, It's not even a filter. Maybe it is a filter. It's that sepia kind of that brownish overlay. That's Mm -hmm. not black and white, but it's the other. That was super popular. So that was mine. Like yeah, senior pictures filter. are still a thing, right? I don't know if people... They're a thing. Pe- yeah, they're definitely a thing. But I think back when we were getting I mean, them yeah, done, it was like really done and everything. I think now it's like, uh, grab your iPhone 12 and do a selfie and you're good well, to go. Well, the cameras are so good on phones yeah. now. Back in the day, we had to find someone to take a right. good picture. You couldn't just have it in your pocket. What's <laughs> up with that? Mornings with Joey and Lauren. Time to wrap up the show with what did we learn on the show today? I learned that watching... Disney movies, when you are a parent, you are much softer and much more tied to the emotions because for the first time as a father, we started watching Finding Nemo, and that show hits different when you're a dad. Whoa. I was yeah. not ready for it. I'm bawling my eyes on <laughs> the first time. You were prepared for those emotions. It actually made me angry. I felt like, don't do this to me, Disney. What are you doing, Walt? Come on, man. Don't do this. Just be the fun, happy Disney you are. You know, speaking of that, I've just been trying my best to scroll through the text line throughout the show. There are so many submissions on Disney movies or movies you watched as a kid that make you cry now. And you brought it up. You said, why does Disney always X out a parent? Like something they happens. Do. They make you sad. Tugs got, in your heartstrings. They got to kill off a parent. This texter says, Disney always kills mom. That's why there is such a solid father-son bond. Coco is one of the few where both parents live through the whole movie. 
I've actually never seen Coco. Doesn't the grandma die in Coco, though? Yeah, there's a grandparent that passes away. So, okay, that's the problem. It Disney's like, they sit there for Coco. They're like, all right, guess what? Both parents are going to live. They're like, wow. But the grandma dies. Oh, <laughs> so there terrible. it is. Now that's a Disney movie. I always think about, it kind of makes me jealous that there's such a father-son bond in so many movies. Well, hold on a second. You know? I- there really yeah. is. I mean, onward. We talked about that a one. A lot of times, That's a it, newer is, movie. it is the mom that dies. It is the mom that dies, or the. But Lion King, like, dad passes I, away. I can think of a ton of movies, a ton of movies where the dad goes, "Well, ever since what happened to mom." But what? It's no, seriously. But there's not many times you hear like, ah, every time you know we think about your father and what happened. And most of the time, yeah. you're right. It is the mom. Well, people do say, Joey, if. Uh, Finding Nemo makes you cry. Try watching Dumbo again. They said Dumbo hits now as you're an adult. Several texts about Dumbo. I can't even remember the original storyline of Dumbo. Well, Dumbo's mom gets taken away. Or he gets taken away from his mom because of his big ears or something. But They get reunited, I think. You know, we give Dumbo a hard time, but that dude has set off a fried dough phenomenon (laughs) because now we all eat elephant ears in honor of Dumbo. (laughs) So, really, I'm appreciative of Dumbo because I think he got the whole elephant ear craze started. And I can eat fried dough with cinnamon sugar on it. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dumbo. If you missed that or any part of the show, listen back on demand. Just search Joey and Lauren in the morning. That does it for us.